Inspired after a conversation with my daughter. Why do we compete? Does it make us feel better about ourselves? Does it make us feel boastful when we see others' complacency and used as a way to inspire? How do we know their hopes, dreams, and desires? Have we asked what others inspire? Or do we care not at all, but see our own ambitions and desires as a way to let them know they must try just a little harder? Do we inject the notion of one size fit all as a way to bring peace to our own world? Do we recognize the many aspirations and ideas that others have, but simply care not to acknowledge that inspiration comes from within? Why do we hate when others boast, compete, and brag? Can't we see the world and accept that it's a trend? We compete on our jobs as we apply for higher positions. When we think of our school systems, do we not expect to promote from K to 12? Could it really be that bad? Is it a mindset of being left out or not wanting to be motivated at all? Or does it nudge at us and make us wonder what can happen if we get out of our own comfort zone? If we ourselves are not competitive in life, why do we care when others are? Is it because secretly it makes us feel less than inside? Or is it just an annoyance that appears over the top? So if it is, why not smile and encourage them and tell them with sincerity, I am happy for you, I'm proud of your ambition, and I truly hope you succeed. Does it make us feel lesser to smile at what makes others feel good? Or do we let our minds breed jealousy, judgment, and strife? What if no one dares to tell their happy story, but simply leave it up to others to see? Would this be better and make you feel apart? Or is it just not in our hearts? To see the beauty and the uniqueness of happiness. To acknowledge the greatness and feel satisfied. I wonder will we still see others and say, Why does she always smile and walk that way? Persuasion. Perception, manipulation, and inspiration happens so frequently. And because it does, does it mean that one does not care? Division and deception is in a class of its own. Could it even be used to show that you love and care? Or is it to cover up from acknowledging the truth? Whether in our hearts or in our reactions, should we not first question ourselves before we proceed? Proceed to respond in action or in mind. Do we not seek an understanding from the Lord, or do we move too quickly before we try? The saying is, you can't unring a bell, but you can hold it tight to stop vibration. It's easy to see how subtle effects that trembles and vibes create vivid illustrations to the lingering mind. And for those who sit amidst and silently watch these evil trends, are we truly thinking about the effects of the ones we love? We correct, repent, acknowledge, and address our flaws, but do we still carry on with the essence of it all? Or do we go on and keep living and hoping and let our thoughts simmer until it all fades away? Will our future generations carry on with the same traditions, competitive, judgmental, aloof? Or will they find a real truth and faith and love? that expects all people's uniqueness and still is happy within. I've died while living to see life anew, having purpose and reasons to find the truth. 
realizing that by seeking understanding from the Lord and knowing with time and questions, it will come to. The goal is to watch closely, listen carefully, and if anything else, ask questions. It's not for me to answer, but for you to decide your truth, your mission in life. Watching others, forming opinions, there is a truth inside. One thing I know is that only with time, evidence will bring truth and light. It may be quick, but often it's not. It takes years upon years to find. I write this truly to understand why. Why can't we live a wholesome life and still change our own minds?